Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network hot take. Guys, if you haven't seen a hot take before, well, it's where a few friends, we get in a basement, we give our thoughts, we give our opinions on a TV show, a movie, or a game. Today, it's going to be a movie, and that movie is Chris Nolan's Oppenheimer. My name is Anthony Rigucci, and here to discuss with me, as always, the triple threat, Chris Trio. Gooch. I'm the Trinity test today, actually. Thank you very much, if I could be. Uh, oh, but, okay. uh, other, no, that was that was off the cuff. Look, we're, we're firing on all cylinders today. Happy birthday to Chris Nolan. Just wanted to say that really quick. We are recording on his birthday today, which is cool, but this won't be going live on his birthday. Good for him, man. But, uh, hey, man, great, great films. So I'll just say that, first off. Wasn't a fan of Tenet. Otherwise, great stuff. Gooch, Oppenheimer. What did you think, man? Prometheus stole the fire from the gods and gave it to man. For this, he was chained to the rock and tortured for eternity. That is how we open Oppenheimer with this big, big, high-level quote of, like, this whole movie is basically based on. Um, Oppenheimer was a fucking, wow. What a ride. It what was. a ride. Um, I really enjoyed it. It is a high level movie. Um, Dialogue the, heavy for sure. Y- yeah, not as not as expository as Tenant. Like no. in, in Tenant, they're like rattling off like narrative beats, like like it's going out of style. No, yeah. but um, I do think Oppenheimer for the three hour runtime moves at a clip. This movie is constantly moving. The end it kind of slows down a little bit, but I was engaged and on the edge of my seat like the entire movie the cast every single one of them from our big from our big names like Robert Downey Jr to our small names like Josh Peck like everyone like did a good job He's only in like one scene right He presses the button man it's a big fucking deal <laughs> big deal I agree uh it's a big role Absolutely any anything else I don't want to step in No I mean we got a lot to Absolutely. talk about but holy shit but like Barbenheimer part 2 baby it was a great weekend. We did them both. Oh no, we did them one weekend after another. We didn't do them both in the same weekend. Yeah, but yeah. I think that would have been that would have been a fucking lot. It would have been tough. Back to yeah. back. But well, yeah. I, I wouldn't have done it back. I would have if I were to do it in the same weekend. I would have done it like a Friday and a Saturday. There's no way I could have done. Yeah, back-to-back. but the the event of which this movie was was indeed worth it for sure. Listen, Chris Nolan, he's a fucking amazing director. He gets some of the best performances out of people I feel like I ever see. He knows how to choose his actors for which roles. Killian Murphy? Cillian Murphy? Killian Murphy? Killian. Killian is amazing, as always. I mean, I I loved him ever since we first saw him back. Or at least the first time I remember seeing him back is like Scarecrow in in Batman Begins. Oh, yeah. You know he auditioned for Batman? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah. That's where they apparently met, I think. And like, that's why they've kind of... And obviously, that's how we got the Scarecrow role. But that's and how they've continued on to be like really good friends and, and like working partners. So... It's a it's a fantastic movie. It's a dense movie. There's yeah. a lot of historically rich, politically rich. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, it really explores the character of Oppenheimer. I feel like you get a good sense of who this guy was and, you know, what he stood for and how, like, you know, intellectually curious he was, which I actually really liked about him. He didn't he wasn't afraid to apparently speak his mind or, or to affiliate with people who were seen as reprobates at the time especially in 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 the red scare era with you know mccarthyism and things like that like i mean dude the way they were following people back then i mean not that they're not probably still doing crazy similar stuff now but taking down license plates you go into a party right communism was a big i mean i probably you could probably say it still is a 
a threat, but a huge threat. Well, and not um, even th- and just in the way of like even the, just in the, the ideology, right. the, the way of like not even necessarily like if you were working for the Russians, but even if you kind of thought that way, like you were put on these lists, and even that Oppenheimer associated with these people, it screwed his life up. But yeah, and, that, but and it that also, is like a big crux point that like the the fact that he associated with card carrying communists fucked everything. Absolutely, up and I appreciate the manner that he was back then and if this really was it's, it seems to be pretty accurate that he still did it and he was intellectually curious and he just wanted to explore these ideas no matter what the like cost cost was in that way and the way he would even apparently push back on his like uh, his colleagues at least depicted in this movie I, I think it was a fantastic film I think it's one of the best character studies we've seen in a long time probably I would my, say not even just character study but historical, historical and political film like for sure I think when you get a movie like this it tends to be pretty dry and boring for sure I think like oh I uh, you know I went to go see it with my dad and I was kind of talking about him and, I, and there is a lot of points in the movie where they're they're going through the science and the math of splitting the atom or and creating the atomic bomb right and I think most movies would have chose to go in depth a little bit on the science or the math but I think Chris Nolan realized that the audience is not going to have a ton of context or the knowledge to understand really what all this means so we cut that out he entirely. gives the high level stuff right yeah he, and like I, I think that was pretty brave because like I think I think writing a script and it's like okay like the, the the science and the math is kind of important obviously it's important for sure but like understanding that like uh, this is going to be a long movie and to cut that minutia out of the movie is just going to help but because I think I, also, I felt like it didn't sure. it didn't di- take away from the importance of them working towards the top of the mountain that was building the first nuclear bomb again for sure and i think that kind of goes to show that this movie really is it's oppenheim it's it's it's, oppenheim. it's oppenheimer's movie it's not the nuclear it's not the Trin- it's the, it's it's about the trinity tests and that's the background and that's definitely you know the secondary story and the manhattan project and right? the manhattan project and all that or yeah the trinity test right that's the, what it is and then it's the manhattan project well, the, the tests are just the first time they test right them, but right the, the project is the manhattan is the whole project, project right yeah. and you you can tell that this was about oppenheimer right. like the the story of the of the nuclear bomb and and the creating of that was you know absolutely at the forefront as well but that was a it was secondary to his his kind of personal journey and how he got to where he was and how he became like the father of of theoretical physics here, basically, right? He's the guy who apparently brought it to the U.S. Yeah, and, and yeah. really made it a big thing. Yeah, which got is wild got, to think got about. Got a, a bulk of his education in Germany because that's where they were teaching entertaining it. the ideas of quantum mechanics, and and this was all US, during Hitler's rise, right? So he was, um, the, yeah, the the late twenties and most of the thirties. Um, he was, you know, yeah, in in Europe, and that, yeah, he learned from Heisenberg and and some other. Um, larger um european notable like yeah european uh, um uh, intellects yeah and then coming back and bringing what he learned in europe to america and yeah and that's kind of why he got chosen for the project because he was the he was like the foremost american mind on quantum mechanics and and stuff like that absolutely. besides einstein i mean yeah. but einstein wasn't american absolutely and also, it was a trouble. It, there was an issue with it, obviously, because, you know, he had all these past affiliations and they wanted to bring him on, but they see this as an issue, but they're just willing to look past it. And you see how that's kind of brought up later because of political machinations and his own influence on policy and things like that. It does really get deep into that, 
you know, political theater stuff with while making it understandable. And by the end, like with uh, Strauss, 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 Strauss's character and not Strauss, Str- not as Strauss, they, Strauss. They, yeah, because yeah. that's like the German way to yeah. say it, right? And again, another good moment for his character to really show him of like he needs to kind of. He, he, I guess that's not a good. You'd want to correct people on your name, but he, he you well, can see by the end he's a very kind of self-surface, especially want to be fucking associated with any German. No, that's true. So, oh, was that the idea? It was originally Strauss, and he changed um, it. I'm not sure if he like changed it, but it, it's clear that he makes the distinction because Strauss, Strauss is, is German. German. I see. I see. Right. Got it. But uh, yeah, his whole character development, RDJ, in this is great. I, I do, dude. <laughs> I f- you kind of forget how good of an actor he was. For sure. Because well, of because of him being Iron Man. He just for doesn't sure. have the... He doesn't need to do the same range in, in right. Iron Man. Oh, my he, God. It's, 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 like, it's cool his, to see. His role in this movie is incredible, but let, let, let's definitely get Probably to it his later. best role, maybe since his seminal uh, role... In Tropic Thunder? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> no, dude, he is fucking fantastic. And I actually even really liked Alden Ironreich as his, like, kind of left-hand man. Yeah, there. yeah. yeah like, Especially you know, at the end. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, again, a lot of, like, big-name actors and a lot of small people, like like uh, Alden Reich, who we haven't yeah. seen since Solo. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that a poor guy. He, yeah. was, he was the best part of that movie. And I feel like he got shafted. Different podcast. Different podcast, <laughs> but either way. Um, one of the things I think that there were a few parts. I know we jump a lot around in time. That's what we got it. I mean, there's yeah a oh, lot. Dur- oh no, we're yeah. jumping in time in the movie. In the movie I mean, yeah. I hope we're not jumping around that much. That yeah. it's you know, and, t- and you know, uh, making the integrity of the podcast weak. But <laughs> um, yeah, like there, were, like the one part I actually didn't understand where it was. Everything made sense with the jumping around. When when he goes down to the lake to talk to Einstein. That is after that's the bomb. After the bomb, when he first meets Strauss, yes, okay, and he's being I'm like, asked to take over the institute, and he from and him, from him, yeah, or, or to be appointed by him. I don't know if he is was running it at that point. Either right. way, doesn't matter. Right, he's 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 a part of it. Yeah, right. uh, the, a, the AEC, the Atomic Energy Committee. Yeah, so that part uh, happened in between what we see at the end with him on in front of the like Senate or whatever. And after the bomb goes off and all that stuff. And I think it's after all. Oh, no, it's not after. It's before he's put on like the his credentials are, are denied. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's before the 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 in, I'll call it interrogation. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Um, well, just a thing to ruin and, his and, reputation. And that really. is what we start the movie off on. Um, so I guess the idea of the movie is like, you know, uh, Oppenheimer is being questioned uh his character is being questioned and it's really the crux of it is the communist association and it's because he's he's recounting his entire life yeah because he's being denied his his uh security clearance to to re-up yeah to re-up so he it's he's not on trial he's not like in a uh right he didn't do anything wrong that he's just trying to go in there to appeal his security credentials right and it's basically to show that he is a loyal american he is not a communist and I, what I think one of the things that really comes apparent at the end is the pettiness of uh, the people who didn't really agree with him or like him. Um, or they, that felt slighted by him. They yeah. are the reason for his downhill, and I definitely want to get to it later. Um, one of the things I was thinking about this, and I'm, I'm like, I'm not, like, I don't, I don't want to bring it up right now, but I, I was curious if it was going to bring up, and I was like, obviously, we're American. We do have an American bias. Oh, of um, course. And I, like, especially as somebody who has... Um, family members who fought and died in this in the pacific theater as you know because um 
you know, like I was like, are, are we going to talk about like, okay, like should have we dropped the atomic bomb on Japan? I feel like it's kind of because it, it's because that's, histo- it, that's that is the perspective of like it's funny because like they're building the bomb and like they know what they're building it for. But it's right when they get to the end when now we're gonna use it. Well, and that I we're think like, seeing, I think the idea shit. is seeing after you see it happen, like once you actually see the real explosion, you're like, oh, it like sinks, it even sinks in a little bit more because they're talking about and it sinks like, it like in the movie for sure. Or, or are you saying with you? I think with with them okay. especially. Yeah. And I mean, listen, I I can't sit here and have the debate on should we or shouldn't we have dropped the it's bombs. A, it's a big. Um, it's a, it's a, that's that's left to smarter and more intellectual minds than I. I, I mean, but I think. It, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's just, it's... Listen, I think it's a fair question to ask, and I... I, I don't know. I've heard many I've heard many justifications for and against, and I really couldn't tell you where I stand myself. I think it's just an interesting idea to see Oppenheimer kind of go through this realization and talking and about, like, an H-bomb and, like, right. and seeing... I think the thing is, like the realization of what it did and seeing the aftermath on top right. of that. Cause he's there talking the about way. when did his moral scruples change? When, when was when he dropped it? And I think it is when or he dropped when, it. When not he, well, yeah, when it was actually dropped and right. he saw the carnage that ensued right. and not only once, but twice. but twice. Yeah. I mean, that is still, that's one thing that still, I don't mean to chuckle. It's I'm laughing cause it's so mind blowing to me that they didn't surrender after one. That, like, and they, that's, I, I think that's why it's appropriate to talk about it because like, they even say when they're in the room when they're talking about the locations and it's my theater laughed during the scene. And I think it's I funny. did too because with I, the Kyoto, yeah, when he was like, I vacationed here and I liked it, so we're taking it off the well, list. I, it's I, funny. It's dark. Like, I think it was dark, a darkly right, comic moment like, for sure. The reason um, that actor is awesome, by the way, he's, he's, on, he's in Lightning. Dexter too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and I was like, Dexter's oh, this is great. I was like, again, another like random actor, and he's like, yeah, we have like. 12, well, 11, 12 potential targets. I want to take Kyoto off the list. It's really uh, culturally, culturally significant. Important. And me and my wife honeymoon there. Yeah. No, it's a nice place. No, and I, like, I, dude, I laughed out yeah, loud the my, loudest my, in the thing. And I it's like, funny. <laughs> like, it, in a fucked no, it's up a dark, way. It's a fucked up, just dark, like, yeah, I, I, For personal reasons, we're going to not new Kyoto. Yeah. That's and part, uh, not, I think, And I think the idea is that's part, like, most of it is the culture's evidence, but even to say... Right, like just to say, say it, yeah. Like that. I'm curious com- if that really did happen, but uh, I would, I would imagine. I'm curious, it did. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so did you see? Not a tangent. The poison apple. To, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he got that from the book, though, and that was like Nolan, or not Nolan. Like, I actually need to look into it more. But from what I was seeing, people say was it like a dramatization of his thoughts, or so, or that he had told that story like multiple times. James to Darcy, people. by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Another another actor. Another uh, yeah. Alfred Pennyworth from uh, Agent Carter. Yeah, and uh, Endgame. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What was I going to say? We're t- we were it's talking okay. about the the moral. Oh yeah, um, his, his moral conundrum of, yeah, dropping of changing it, and like, you know, they're going through this whole thing of like, why, why would you change? And yeah, I, I do think it is that whole thing of him seeing the carnage he's reaped, and even that moment. I think one of the like craziest moments in the movie that actually like, scared me was when he's like he's he comes the, out at, at the gym. Yeah, and he comes out after they drop the bomb, and he's like making his speech. And they're all like pattering, and he's I love like how having that, like that this sound almost, is like sort of like a trigger, not a trigger, but like when he's it's like the neutrons firing, right? Yeah, when he is having some like 
uh, mental hurdle, like that sound comes up, mm-hmm. and like that's supposed to signify that he's thinking of like. What well, are we and doing? I think it is supposed to be like the neutrons firing right and firing into each other. Yeah, like when yeah, 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 it's like supposed that's, to like be a bomb. Yes, yeah, yeah, like as well. the, the 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 chain reaction going off. But it was a great scene, and it was powerful, and it scared the fuck out of me when they when they like uh, tap him out of it because he's like hallucinating, and then they like slap him on the shoulder and he's back in it and I was like Jesus Christ yeah. that got me and another one like that is when he's going to the communist party for the first time and his brother comes up to him and like I, I, I think there's like no sound and then his, he hits his back and it sounds like 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 he was being assassinated or something like somebody was watching very him. interesting uses of sound in this movie the the, the, the score is it's fantastic great, yeah. and the use of the sound effects with the score like really they like just like made them one. Like I couldn't. I don't think you could watch this movie without like the score and the sound effects. And I mean, this goes without saying with Chris Nolan, but I mean, I said it. Even he's, for a master class he's a masterclass. He's a masterclass in shooting. Like I, he must have guys that he works with for his like. Uh, oh, what's the word? Mm. His people. Yeah, his people. Right. I'm trying to think of the actual. Like, yeah. The actual term, but uh, the people he works with knows what they're doing. On top of he knows what he's doing. This movie is beautifully shot. It looks amazing. All the sets are there and real. You feel like you're with the fucking actors in the scene. It's just an amazingly well done movie and he knows what he's doing and it's so apparent in every film he makes. And, you know, I, I wish more, more, more people in general knew like directors or the story for sure. But like, no, but like directors on a better, like I'm telling people like, this is a Chris Nolan movie. They're like, well, what else has he done? And I'm like, Inception, Dark Knight. (laughs) Like, you can rat Interstellar, and they're like, oh, fuck, he's the... Like, you don't know his name? Like, it makes me sad that, like, there are certain directors that still don't get that recognition. I think he does, don't get me wrong, and I think he's a very well-beloved director for, like, especially, like, people who, who follow movies, but I, I would love to see him get even more recognition in that way from just your general moviegoer, but it's tough to do from for any director. If you're watching live on Twitch.tv, it's a tw- it's a tongue twister. <laughs> if you're watching live on Twitch. Wow, I can't talk. Twitch.tv slash Dalkarner Network. I never usually have a problem with that. You can ask us some questions live. And Please we, do. You know, we occasionally include you. Mr. Pongan asks, you mentioned neutrons. How hard does the movie go into the physics aspects of it? Not hard at all. And that's what we were kind of mentioning earlier. It just doesn't really... Like it's, it's clear that Chris Nolan didn't want to get mixed up and, and give a lot down. of time to the science and the math of the nuclear bomb. Like I think it, w- I think it would have like made the pacing pacing odd. And, they and they, they the focus, talk about it a lot, like that you know for sure. And I think it would have taken the focus more off Oppenheimer. And like we said earlier, this movie is it's very squarely about right. Oppenheimer. It's not about the bomb. Yeah, and that is it made is, apparently yeah. clear when they. Which I, I, I found a little bit disappointing, and I want to go back to what we were talking about earlier. When they don't actually show the bomb being dropped, how they hear about it is Truman's announcement on the radio that they dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. Yeah, yeah. Um, and going back to you know them in that room making the decision of what towns to bomb, um, and like you know did we had to do it, and like what would have happened if we didn't. Like, in my opinion, I think it's pretty clear that. And the general even says, the Japanese will not stop fighting us. They're going to fight us tooth and nail, to the death, men, women, and children, if we go to Japan. And that was kind of the idea in the history. It's like, if we go to mainland Japan... We're going to kill all them, but also... Millions of people will die. die, Millions. Not just on our side, on theirs as well. And they will fight us tooth and nail. And that was the decision that, like, we have to show them that they need to stop. 
And that was the that was like the driving force behind that decision. Because it's very clear in the movie that like we are building this to drop this on the Germans. Yeah. We need to beat Hitler to creating the atomic bomb. And if not the Americans, and if not us, who like, else? Not we can't be Hitler. It has to be us. And again, there was we almost even like a like there was. I mean, the Japanese weren't great during World War II either, uh, but like <laughs> they, you know, they was, had their issues for sure. But I guess there wasn't this outright as like like there was this evil aura around the Nazis themselves, obviously because of the concentration Japanese camps were a whole and other breed. Yeah, they were. I mean, they don't get me wrong. They would. I mean, like literally, they would kill themselves to kill you and stuff like that. Right. For sure. the, yeah, the, the, the lengths they were yeah. willing to go to kill us, and it was because they were such an honored based. Society, and they still are a very the honor-based. zeal and the fanaticism behind Imperial Japan was really exemplified in World War II, and it's like, and it's, it's kind of think of like if we didn't drop the nuclear bomb on them, wh- like look at look at how j- the Japanese culture flourished after again, World War II. Again, I don't. I, again, and like I don't, the, the technology, I, I, I just don't think that's something we even need inter- to like. It's ju- an interesting perspective to just be like, what if we didn't do it? What no, for sure. Happened? But again, I don't think that's really like. The, the question here, it's the moral qualm of Oppenheimer. Like, I don't think that's like... I, I agree, I agree right, with you on now, a lot of those well, points, actually. Like, now he but has, like, the blood is on his hands. And he feels the blood's on his hands. And the, also, the, it's... The Truman scene. I thought oh that was... Oh, my God. I actually thought that was good. I, that has to be true as Probably. well. That, like, I had no... Like, dude... Well, that was black and white, right? No. Oh, it wasn't. Okay, so... So, that's the, the black and white stuff was through Strauss. That's what I was. Well, so what up. he said is it's object. It's that's supposed to be the more objective look through through the world is the black and white, not necessarily through Strauss's eyes. Oh, because I felt and, like Strauss's and, stuff was always through that, and like that's supposed to be the more objective look at what's happening. The colored stuff is Oppenheimer's more okay. subjective look of what happened. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, the Truman, Truman laughs him off because he's like, "You didn't drop the bomb." I did. And, I but did. he's not wrong. No, he's one hundred percent wrong. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah 100%. he's not yeah. wrong. That's why I thought but it was funny the way he, like him out. the one who built it, and he knows that. Yeah. But obviously, the American public, not yet, doesn't know that. And I, and I feel like it's funny, like looking back, and like I was, we was talking about school, and my dad was like, "Yeah." We well, I think it. by that time they did because he they, he was on the Time magazine and stuff like that. Right. He was just known as the, but he got away with being known as the guy who built it, not, not the, guy the guy who dropped, dropped it. it. Right, and it was Truman's decision. He yeah. he is correct, and he's like, and you know, he takes out the thing and is like, wipe your hands clean because I did this. Yeah, the Japanese don't give a fuck who made it. Yeah. they get they care about who dropped it, and then he calls him a crybaby. Oh my god! Like, I, but it's clear that maybe even Truman didn't understand the the level of weapon that they not only built but unleashed upon humanity. I I would disagree with that a little bit. I think really, I, I you think? would th- I think, and he I- would still act that cold. I think so because he's saying no. I like that's why he's acting so cold. He's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You didn't do shit. I did this. I have the blood on my hands. I know exactly uh, what I did. Yeah, okay, like that's okay. that's what yeah, I took yeah, it. Yeah. At. I feel like he took that it. He had as, the audacity to say that, say that he that it was his that it was on his. Are you fucking no? It's all on me. Right. I know what I did. That's what I took it as, anyways. No, I think that's a, I think that's a much better explanation than what I had. That it, it, it he felt just was like you're just being a, a bitch, <laughs> a bitch, yeah. yeah. Which <laughs> he does kind of call him. That. He does, but like also at the same, yeah. He, I, I can't disagree with him. Uh, again, I, I don't think they they paint Oppenheimer as like this this total absolute hero. In no, this. he's and fucking girls left and right. He, he's and and he <laughs> he's he like, has some moral issues for sure, and he doesn't always. He isn't always these, correct. What's up with all these like big? Uh, p- 
power kind of people or like these important figures. I mean, all, all of them are womanizers. They're all, they're all, they're <laughs> all Franklin, sleeks by themselves. Like, what, yeah. what is this? <laughs> yeah, all these smart guys. Yeah, I don't know. Mark, was Albert Einstein? I don't know. I know he, his, Albert Einstein's wife, I know, did help him with a lot of the stuff. He was credited with. We definitely got to talk about Einstein. But uh, yeah, um, we'll, I mean, we don't. We get a, f- a scene or two with him for sure. But and I think th- his inclusion. That and I didn't realize, I guess, how little he was involved in the Manhattan Project. I thought it was much greater. But he, like, if anything, he consulted on basically, it. Basically, that yeah. was his role. Like yeah. you know, like especially like the, the scene about them. You know, when Teller's like, we could detonate the atmosphere and destroy the Earth, and they're like, how how much of a chance? Like a point one. It's like. Can it be none? Yeah, like, uh, that's... And then, like, like the fact that he even brings it to Einstein, and Einstein has to, like, I guess, like, even deliberate the the idea of that even happening, it, like, clearly makes him upset. And, I and like, just like that one um, that Kenneth Branagh played, the, the, the scientist from the Europe that gets saved, and, like, he's like, I don't want any fucking part of this. Well, I think... <laughs> I took that more as you got it handled. I'm gonna go do the political stuff. See, I think... He said that, but he also doesn't want to be involved in making the great, like, the most destructive weapon ever created on Earth. Well, and it's funny. They have that. And he, I think he understands no, that. No, that makes as sense. A, as and the scientist, I think right? There was one interesting moment with Oppenheimer with his buddy at the beginning when they're starting to build uh, Los Alamos. And interesting where that came from, too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh yeah, it was like a it was a flat, right? Like or something like right, that. Right, but it was yeah. like a place he like owned. Like yeah, a, that like is a, interesting. Yeah, I never like, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, and he's having a, a conversation with his his like good friend that he met on the train. Uh, yes, that guy. And yeah. he's Something like, he's uh, like, dude, I don't know if I can be him. like involved in this. He's like, if we don't do this, the Nazis are going to right. And, and it, that is like, true. Like as a thing earlier, where I'd be sitting better, there just like, better us to have it and drop it and use it than the Germans. Yeah. And, and and that was like the whole thing of like. We we have to make it because if we don't, they're gonna do it, and, and we if know they, they have are. it. They're gonna use it, yeah, and do even worse stuff than what we would possibly do with it. Dude, could you imagine if like New York got nuked back in the like we just were living like dude, like we just had a crater where New York Naga- City was, like Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Well, because Hitler like- did have plans, right? He had them mapped out of the cities he wanted to like nuke once it was like. Uh, I I don't know about that. I'm sure I he thought did. they did. Like, uh, yeah, definitely. I don't doubt it. But but even either way. There are a lot of moral conundrums in this movie. It makes you think a lot. You leave feeling very. I felt down in a Dude, weird way. When I, when I finished the movie, I just sat, like, I felt heavy. My dad does the same thing you do, do and just wants to leave the theater as soon as the movie's over. I have I've kind of become accustomed to not even watching the credits, but just kind of like sitting there and, and kind just of basing, enjoy, yeah, bathing and, in it. You're right, and I was just like I was just sitting there like staring, and like people were getting up, and I was just like. Like really, thinking. we'll talk like, about the last line because we need to, and because it, it really—that's what struck me so so hard. But yeah, uh, Einstein—he had some good moments. I thought that actor was really good for how little he's in it. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, every single actor in this—we said it before. I think did you did we say it before we started? Josh Peck even pressing the button. Yeah. Jack Quaid as well. Jack Quaid and that little these little. All really good. Yeah, a little stuff. guy named Rami Malik. I don't know if you heard. He's in a game called <laughs> Until Dawn. <laughs> yeah, he also was uh, Freddie Mercury in a movie that people dude, didn't like, really like. Such a small role, but dude, like his when he when he comes on camera, like his his actual role in the movie is it's so good. Important. Yeah, he, he 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 pulls it together and, and really like, kind of ties oh, look, it up. There he, like I knew he's in the movie. I'm like, and he gets his like clipboard like knocked out of his hand, and he's just coming up being a little like, oh, nerd. Oh, sorry, he was yeah. in the Chicago lab. Yeah, because they were I, trying I, to get him to sign the, the the petition right to not use the bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
a lot of stuff, man. And, and then you got Florence Pugh's character, who is like. Kind so, what'd, of, you, what'd you think about the sex scenes? Let's talk about it. So, <laughs> we saw the first one, and I was like, what's the big. Like, right. I felt like, okay. And then, she wrote him for like a second or two. Sure, we see her, her boobs. Okay. We've, we, we have all collectively seen Florence Pugh's boobs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, fine. Uh, but then, <laughs> when they're go- like, I thought it was the, the way they use it. Like this. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and she just said, yeah, that was, he is a skinny dude. Yeah, he and is. I'm like, he's not a. And he does look a lot like Oppenheimer. He really does, if you, if you yeah, pull up the pictures. Yeah. But um, there's a scene where, so he's being like, you know, berate, basically interrogated in this, in this uh, court style thing that we mentioned earlier. And they're talking about how he went and cheated on his wife with this other communist, this other woman who was part of the Communist Party at the time. Yeah. And her role is really important. Yeah. yeah, and it's very important. And it's like, uh, you know, his first love interest who he kind of falls at, not falls out, I guess falls out with, but like how it was like, like a do they just don't like they? a relationship like, today she <laughs> she like can't commit to him and well, she's like don't send me flowers and she's like, but, but, but then he's I like, like why you, do you but I don't he's like, like why you. do you call me though and she's like because you answer oh oh no no uh then don't answer that right. got a laugh from my yeah. theater i was like that's, I that's pretty funny i was, was like this seems very like a modern <laughs> day issue as well but uh <laughs> i thought she was used very well but then we get to the scene when they are in that court and like he's he's talking about how they spent the night together and just like in front of his other his wife right and, like, like that just, moment where he has to tell like put on record that he cheated on his wife the way he the camera like moves and then he's suddenly naked i'm like Okay, and then it goes because it like goes behind a person, and then goes behind another person, and Florence Pugh is just on him, like riding him and just staring at Emily Blunt, like his wife's character. I'm like, kitty, yeah. I'm like, fuck, man. Like Wait, that so was. Did, a, did you not like that? Or? No, I, it was power, powerful. It was like right. it fucking dr- like it, it, the, it conveyed exactly the importance what it was, and the like I guess the dressing the, him down, the the him oh not opening up, um, him being vulnerable. Like really vulnerable. Well, but also just putting it all on display and, like you said, on the record. Right. Like he might right. as well be fu- like he might as well be fucking her in front of everyone in this room. Right. That's what they're doing. To the him. guy who plays that main interrogator, he was good. Man. He, dude, he's always good. He he's he, great he, in every movie. Again, he's in. another actor. One seen, of those guys. Yeah, one of those guys. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, yeah. it's that guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, that the whole court, all of that like uh, hearing stuff was really great. Gene Takovich is her name, right? I think so. Yeah, I know her first name's Jean. I think it, I think it is Takovich. Makes sense. Yeah, and like you know, the, like, uh, the, the she gets brought up, and like you know, she. I feel like, okay, her death, her suicide, which I think so they yeah they kind of slipped they, in a hand right right like when, yeah okay. I saw it you know, I'm like there they they don't reference that at all anymore and I, it like slipped by my mind I saw it or do they. Reference it again. No, no. They, I mean, they, she, I think, it seems like book, someone she cl- killed herself. Yeah, but, but I think the idea is that they, think and maybe she the was history killed. is, don't, they it's don't murky, know, but maybe, yeah. maybe she was well, not. Well, maybe it's assumed that she did get killed, right? Is what you're saying? Right. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that the U.S. government saw her as a threat because of the, her relationship her with Oppenheimer and, and her, her being a communist, and they killed her for yeah. it. Because I mean, uh, it what? was a very quick scene, right? They like yeah. it's like a it's like a gloved hand yes. pushing her head down, yeah. But then it's just her in it, and then she, yeah, right. That was a good catch because I totally yeah. forgot about it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I immediately caught that. I'm like, wait, did she kill herself again? Or did, a great or did somebody kill her? Chris Nolan, man. 
just kind of like subliminally, subliminally almost put that in there because I wouldn't have even thought about that again unless you brought it up to me. What is um what is Matt Damon's character's name? The general something I can't yeah, remember. I forget off the top of my head. He apparently I'll... built the Pentagon. Yeah, apparently. Um, Matt Damon. Oh, but I just gotta look the characters. No, name. I was it's actually yeah. fucking nuts. Um, Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon. I love how I look it up and it's just like not. It's not front and center. Lieutenant, I'm, hold on. Groves, that was it. Yeah, uh, Groves. Yeah, Leslie, Leslie. His name is Leslie. Yeah, yeah. somebody calls him Leslie in the movie. <laughs> Leslie. Um, he was fucking great. Um, had a had a lot of interesting lines. Like I think you know, it, explaining the importance of like the Manhattan Project when they was like you know this is the most important fucking event in the history of the world. Yeah, like he's it losing was. it. Yeah. I mean, you know, like because this doctor's like ah, I don't want to move there. Like where am I? Why would I do that? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just like. No, like get what you need to understand what this is. And, um, you know, him being on trial or not trial in that interrogation room, like talking about him and, you know, his the fact that he like doesn't like Oppenheimer in the beginning, but kind of like, you know, like does like him and And then kind of sours almost in a way like. Right. Yeah. The back and forth with a lot of the people in this movie on their relationship with Oppenheimer is interesting. Um, Teller being one of them as well. Like, you know, like constantly bickering with like the majority of the group. But like the high. Was like that the, the guy who. The high. The H bomb one? Yeah. 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 Um, I think like, a, like you know, like. And Imagine he, if they and he turns on him and like the handshake thing. Um, where he like shakes his hand on the way out. And, and even. And, and, and later. And, and yeah. Kitty was like, what the fuck are you doing? He just totally destroyed you. And you like. Shook his shook hand. Shook his hand. And then, the, you know, at the end, where I guess they're honoring him late in, late his, in life. his life. I um, love that whole kind of diatribe with... And uh, he shakes his Einstein, hand, and then yeah. Kitty's like, no. Yeah, which is great. And her... Good old age makeup, by the way, for all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Yeah. Practical, man. What a concept. I don't know if it was. It, there's no CGI in the movie. None? None. Not a shot of CGI. I'm, uh, I'm from curious. Chris Nolan's mouth. I'm curious what they... There was one shot where I felt like it had to be CG. Because I was like, how else do you c c create that? But I can't remember off the top of my head. So you won this round, Christopher Nolan. Uh, <laughs> but but the, 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 anything else before the line? I, I mean, the, the straw stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, so at the beginning of the movie, I didn't really under... Like, for, for me, I'm like, I think Strauss is on Oppenheimer's side. Yeah, they definitely... Right, like they're painting it like that, and then like you know, then the then he gets made fun of, and I, and and the movie kind of uh, pushes past that joke as yeah, it's a joke. All right, I'll move um, past it, but he doesn't. Well, it's one of many things, and it's 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 really the igniter that gives Strauss this vendetta, this, this personal to, yeah. vendetta against Oppenheimer, and how he constructs this whole thing to like destroy his career and like bringing in the people that he disagreed with and um Nichols Green Goblin <laughs> that's right I forgot <laughs> yeah and then, like his character and like you know that was really interesting and and uh Damon Dalsmolson's character as always well. great he's always great fucking Casey Affleck is uh Colonel Pash yeah. that guy was fucking terrifying he was and he's only in the movie for like 10 minutes yeah he's great he was good and like he's like yeah I'm like he's like the director of security and he doesn't know nobody knows who he is and he's like you shouldn't know who this guy yeah, is yeah you should he, never I meet him I wouldn't put you in a room with him ever uh, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and it's like, oh, he gosh. got like that moment was being recorded and that was a trap set by Strauss as well yeah um and then Rami Malek comes out and it's like no like 
you're not like like you're a piece this of shit. is your this is a personal vendetta this has nothing to do all with of us sci- anything like, he was banking on the fact that the other scientists would like be with him that right. he didn't work with it that at the other lab not and, in los alamos and I, I think actually the real igniter of the situation was albert einstein not not giving like not looking at him. Yeah, but and I think uh, yeah, that's for what sure. really well, caused Well, and, and by the it. end you find out he's just such a vain little man no, because it, with that little cuz it was never about him. Like the way all the right. Iron Reich he's like he's like how do you know they even talked about you? Right. And then he's you like You ever think this is like bigger than you? Yeah. yeah and dude. then he walks and then it cuts to that it was great. And oh then my it cuts God. to that scene where he's taught and we finally oh, yeah. hear what they said and he's like talks about how he's like you know I came back and we talked about how this could have ignited the whole atmosphere and ignited something we couldn't stop. He's like, yeah, well, I think we did, and right. then and then the, and not like in the, a literal sense, but even in, in, in like well, yeah, in a literal sense, almost yeah. And the way like the guy who literal. plays Albert Einstein plays it so well, and the, and like that right that realization moment is like almost worse than the world like being destroyed. Just immediately, yeah, it's it is interesting, man. It's a great film. It really is. This is a movie watching again would really help. For sure. Now that you have the base and the understanding of like the whole plot, you can be like, okay, because there are a lot of characters like that. I like, you know, like Damon Dustin character. I forget the name of like a lot of names are hard to remember because there's just a lot of people in and out and in and out and yep. in and out, um, which is great. I think the movie like does it's it juggles them well. It, would this technically be like an ensemble cast or no? To a degree, because there are so many people. But a lot of people. I would say no because it doesn't focus on all of them the same way. It focuses on it's it's it's, it's blatantly Oppenheimer's story where it's not like the group story. Right. I think that's what an ensemble technically is. But it's a great ensemble of actors. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. I like the. I mean, the part where you know he quotes his famous "I now I'm become death, the destroyer of the world." I think it's from the Bugita. Yeah. The. I mean, if you want to look it up real quick. Um, I know it's a Muslim text. Um, it's a religious text. It's Shiva. I think you're right. Saying it. Um, um, but yeah, I thought its place in the movie was interesting. It's like when he's first introduced to the... Krishna. Krishna. Yeah. Oh, it's from the Hindu sacred text. Uh, the Bag- the Bagda... Oh, Jesus. Bhagavad Gita? Yeah. The ba- yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if you're saying the beginning right, but it sounds right to me. Okay. Uh yeah. Yeah, B H A G A V A D, Gita. Bhavad, yeah, we're not gonna try anymore. Right. Yeah. Like the where you know it's like like it, like post sex like the like not post sex. She that got her going again. She was oh, like yeah, she's like say the line. And he's like oh, and then she slips back in. True, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a crazy it, scene. It, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm kind of surprised they didn't actually like show him saying that like like he does and well like he eventually will do. Like, you know, he quotes that. I, I don't know if he's on, like, a news program or what. Um, and I get, I guess an ending. I found it appalling that the U.S. kind of, like, turned their backs on him. Dude, the, the McCarthy era was such a shit show and bullshit in so many ways. I mean, you know what this almost kind of reminds me of? Not to nearly the same degree... Because he got fucked in a way different way and a more like concrete way, it was with like the Alfred Turing stuff during World War II as well. Like where he, he did you watch that movie? Alan at all? Turing. Alan Turing. Thank you. And like how he like no with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. The, uh, but like the story of him is very like he was he was a gay guy during that time where it was yeah. illegal to be gay. Yeah. I mean you might know all this, but uh, right. And yeah, it. and he um, th- he was found out 
later in his life and they literally chemically castrated him because like it was either you go to jail or you you can become chemically castrated because sodomy was illegal and he like he got like a, a prostitute or something or like a male prostitute and it was found out and yeah like the government totally f- and like removed I mean, his like British government really yeah. fucked him uh, and like I, I don't th- like don't get me wrong Oppenheimer could live his life and like he had a better but like it's it's fucked up how certain go- like, uh, like governments sometimes do not treat some of their most important people and not sometimes a lot of the times almost always don't treat some of the people their most important people in a, in a way that matters and even he's talking to that one guy earlier in the movie he's like he's like dude you know what I am like you, you, we, we run in the same circle and he's like he's like but they need us right now he's like until they don't yeah and it right. was like yes. it was such a poignant right. great scene and right because we know where this is going we know that that the not the book but the the ceiling is going to come down on absolutely and it seems like I guess they they kind of like that was like it in a way that 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 kind of failed because I guess he did get honored later in his life well, and I think that is majorly because the McCarthy era did finally end and like it was funny that jfk was involved in that trial yeah that was interesting uh, some some young some young senator from massachusetts john f F. kennedy john john f kennedy yeah it felt like a very that moment did feel like a like a superhero movie (laughs) (laughs) and now i I think it's no it it was it it worked it was just funny i don't think i have the like so this must be late 50s early 60s yeah um, actually, I would probably say mid fifties, because like that is a, that is the truth. Like I don't have like listening to facts. Like oh, like JFK was alive during this. Like yeah, no shit. But like dude, I the, don't think you just we don't have the context. And for the it, Cold War was just so long. Oh, dude, I love the reference to like the Cold War yeah. starting. Yeah, I think Teller says it, and he's like, "There's a Cold War between us and the Russians. It started during World War Two. Absolutely, dude. Well, dude, yeah. I mean, even the way. Yeah, we were super unfriendly with Russia during that, like because we knew yeah, that they we were. were uh, there was a. <laughs> did you you hard. had Hunter's class, right? Remember when he talked about Patton? How like General Patton was like, "All right, we're here, let's go get them." Like because every all of our once we won World War II, it's just like we're over here, all of our shits here. Let's now attack the Russians. We're here. We got everything. Why would we leave now? And they of course didn't. But uh, wild shit, man. Wild. And again, I uh, just to get back to the bomb thing. The only thing I will say, and I will say it again. I already said it. Is it is wild that we had to drop two. That's yeah. true. Like that one. Ah, uh, uh, uh. I don't know, Gooch. Is there anything else on Oppenheimer for you? Have you become deaf? <sighs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. This is, it's it's a heavy movie. I I, I kind of was hoping. Like I I was looking forward to this conversation being more like we're gonna talk about the movie, but we're gonna talk about the history and the politics of it because like that's what this movie's about. We are talking about something that actually happened, but we are talking about the movie at the same time. No, it's true, but and I mean, that's I, why... I, I liked it, because, like, we don't really have these kind of, like, nuanced conversations. Like, historical, ep- like historical epic, to a degree, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, we, and like I said at the beginning, we, like, don't get movies like this that are work this well. I think we get, we get a lot of historical pieces and political pieces, but I, I think sometimes they can... They're just not... They're not that just shows on you, the man. level of Oppenheimer, and it's... And it's it, the... the the art piece that this movie is put something put a give a director something and let and if they have vision you can get a fucking great film out of it and this is a this is a movie that is a bunch of talking yeah and there's not what, and for three hours and guess what gooch i didn't think it was too long no and no. you know what my number nope. you know you know what my number one fucking complaint about almost every movie these days it's is too long. it's too goddamn long yeah 
I was willing to go in there. And I will say my girlfriend by the end, she was definitely kind of tapping out a bit. I can I could see for certain my, people. My dad was getting a little tired. I'm yeah. like, dude, this is the best fucking part. I <laughs> do think, I see it's funny. I think you, you said that the ending got slow for you. I think it was kind of the opposite for me. It kind of took a bit to, to pick up. But once it did, I was in it. And see, I, I, really I was just so it. engaged that even when it slowed down at the end for me, I just didn't give a shit. Yeah, it was just more the, the pre-Manhattan Project stuff really with, was like. With a, Barbie, we talked about it at the beginning. What kind of, was it like, um, who, what kind of people were in your theater? Oh, it was like. You know, a lot of couples I saw. Yeah, a yeah. lot of couples. You know, a lot of older folks. Yeah, no kids, of course, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, full. And, we had, we had a full. And you didn't see it in IMAX. I did not. I saw yeah. it regularly. I yeah. saw an IMAX seven millimeter, dude, and it was so cool when I when it went really quiet a few times, and you hear the the reels going. And I saw some imperfections in the, like the the film, the film, and I'm like, dude. it is wild. They have to ship that. <laughs> like, I guess, yeah. yeah. Like that's the only way you get it somewhere, right, dude? Like I. Like crazy. It's like funny. It, we like just when we and the whole movies in IMAX. I remember when you know? we when I first got hired at Regal. That was like when they were phasing out film, like yeah. when they just started. It, and then it is weird to think about, like because yeah. that was like the projector job was a much bigger. Did, did you ever work like? Because you worked there longer than me, obviously. Did you ever work projector stuff at all? Or have to I do mean, any I projector did. things? Um, or did you just kind of really. go up to the booths and see them? Right. Yeah. Because I yeah I remember that. Interesting. Either way. Yeah. It was it was cool to to be in that IMAX theater. Totally sold out. Um, were there crazy people sitting at the front? Yeah. My entire theater was sold out. I looked. What kind of psychopath goes and sees a movie like that? I don't know. I, I throw up. Like, you're looking up. Like, this is wild. Anyways, that's commitment to Barbenheimer. Gooch, anything else on Oppenheimer? Oppie. Is it? By the way, I did not know they called him Oppie in the movie. I didn't either. When I called him that. That's what I said in the, in the Discord. I was like, I'm calling him Oppie just to shorten Oppenheimer. And it's funny that they, they do it in the movie. actually call him Oppie. Oppie. Yeah, that I'm was like, funny. Oh. Well, it just uh, makes sense. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, so if like I like knew Oppenheimer, you, I would have just, would've just yeah. called him Oppie. Like, Absolutely. I would have made it up. Like, it would have been me. It would have been Gooch. Yeah. Oppie. Yeah. Gooch and Oppie. And on that Oppie. Thank you all so much for watching with us. If you've been with us live on twitch.tv slash Delco Nerd Network, we really appreciate your time. You can find this podcast, <clears throat> excuse me, anywhere podcasts are found. Just search Delco Nerd Network. We are also on all your favorite social medias as well, as well as a Facebook page. We have a Discord channel. All that stuff shall be linked down below. You can find all this information on our website, DelcoNerdNetwork.com. You can even email us your comments, questions, or concerns to DelcoNerds at gmail.com. We'd be happy to get back to you. But for Gooch, I've been Trio. Thanks for watching, guys. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time.